Hi everyone and welcome to the Rugby Elim podcast. Rugby Elim is a multicultural community of passionate Christians who have experienced the transforming power of Jesus in their lives. We believe Jesus has called us to bring his life, love and hope to every nation and generation. To find out more about us and our upcoming groups and gatherings, please visit rugbyelim.org. UK. Or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Hi, I'm so pleased to welcome you to our podcast. We had a great celebration of Easter and the Resurrection last Sunday when we also baptised eight people in water. A fantastic weekend. There were two great events the weekend of the first Easter first at the hill, and then the tomb. Jesus' death on the cross on the hill had effect for all eternity. It initiated a new relationship. Our sin had created a great barrier between us and our Creator. But on the cross, Jesus accepted the responsibility for our sin and willingly paid the penalty by dying there in our place bringing about the possibility of a new relationship with God and the forgiveness of our sins. It destroyed Satan's power. The kingdom of Satan was broken through the death and resurrection of Jesus. The final destruction of the devil is yet to be, but we can be confident of the victory and protection through the power of the cross. It reversed sin's dominion. In the Bible, Jesus is presented as the one who redeems his people. And because Christ has taken our guilt upon himself, sin no longer has the power to dominate our lives. And it guaranteed an eternity with God. The cross is a guarantee that God has set his eternal love upon his people. There can be no stronger demonstration of this than the death of his son. Death is an enemy that is defeated through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Like the devil, death will ultimately come to an end. The cross assures the Christian of a promised inheritance in God's eternal kingdom. The death of Jesus on the cross was no tragic accident. It was the event to which Jesus' whole life was directed. But his death alone was not enough. There had to be something more. And that brings us to the tomb on Easter day. Jesus' resurrection on Easter morning was that something more. By this, God declared his son to be the saviour of the world. The historical event of the resurrection is the foundation of Christianity and without it we would have no gospel, no good news to proclaim. But Jesus is alive today. It was the resurrection that transformed the followers of Jesus and sent them out into the world to preach the good news. Mary Magdalene had been there at the cross. She'd also been there when Jesus was laid in the tomb. And now she was the first to experience the empty tomb and the risen Lord Jesus. 
This wasn't at all what she'd expected. She'd gone to the tomb to complete the preparation of Jesus' body for burial. She had expected to find the tomb sealed and with a guard placed on it. But she found the stone rolled away. She'd expected to find the body of Jesus, but it was two angels who greeted her in the tomb. She'd expected to meet with no one in the garden, but she met not with the gardener, but with the risen Jesus. If we inquire into the evidence for the resurrection, we're confronted by the factual evidence. The empty tomb, containing only the abandoned grave clothes, and the persistent failure of all explanations other than that Jesus is risen. Also to be faced are the numerous reported appearances of the risen Jesus at different times and before different people over a period of weeks. There's also the psychological evidence, the transformation of the disciples and the conviction of the early church in the face of persecution. Jesus' resurrection brings with it a promise of ultimate victory. It gives real assurance that the mission of Jesus didn't end in failure, but in triumph, both in his death and resurrection. Ultimately, all things, even death, the last enemy, enemy must submit to the victory and rule of Jesus. To believers in Jesus, his resurrection is far more than a past event in history. It plays a vital part in Christians' lives today. It colours the outlook, hope and motives of every believer. This means that when we are willing to die to self, then we will be able to live a new life. The Christian lives and works in the very power by which God raised Jesus from the dead. All who face death can know that Jesus has been through this experience before them and will bring them through it to be with him. Even more, because Jesus' body was raised from death, the Christian has a guarantee that they too will receive in eternity a resurrection body of beauty and strength. The new body will be related to the old, but without weakness or decay. For those who have had a first-hand experience of the risen Lord Jesus, Easter is a great day of joy and celebration. And for those who have not had this first-hand experience of Jesus, there is still opportunity. If we seek it with all our heart, we may know Jesus for ourselves. And we too will have the conviction of the resurrection and be able to join with all God's people in saying, I have seen the risen Lord. But it's worth remembering that Jesus would never have risen from the dead triumphantly if he'd not first been willing to give up his life. We only receive God's new life when we give up the control of our lives to him. Then we can rejoice in him, our living Lord and Saviour. As we read the different accounts in the Gospels, we find that Mary Magdalene was not alone, but had gone with Salome and Mary, the mother of James. And in these accounts, we find the angels and Jesus urging the women to do three things. 
believe, tell and rejoice. And Jesus is urging us to do those three things now. To believe that he is risen from the dead. To tell others of his life, his death and his resurrection for the forgiveness of sin. And rejoice in our salvation. Thanks for joining me this time. In our next podcast, we'll meet Jesus on the road. Happy Easter.